Well, hello again everyone. Welcome to Driven to Sleep. I'm James and I'm going to be attempting to commute you on your journey to the land of Nod. A bit of a later one this morning for me. It's been one of those days. You get those days, don't you? When nothing went right. And um, today's one of those days. My wife was very ill last night. And uh, so I I had to sort of take a a last minute morning off work so that I could look after the kids this morning. And uh, then she could hopefully recover a little bit. And uh, now her mum's arrived to take over, or the changeover, as it were. So, yeah, it's just one of those things, you know. So, anyway. Right, so, uh, to anyone that's new that's listening, um, which is, at this point in time, going to be almost everyone, uh, this is... um, podcast that is designed to basically kind of bore you guys to sleep in a way, but not really, it's just sort of um, just to take your mind off of stuff. I know I struggle a lot to get to sleep and um, I use a podcast to get me to sleep (coughs) and uh, it's been really good, and I thought that I could maybe give it a go, and at the same time, sort of just chatting away as I drive to work, it kind of relaxes me on my journey to work, it's quite nice, it's kind of therapeutic, I probably look a bit insane to anyone driving by, uh, because I'm obviously just chatting away myself but I mean it's it's all right it kind of feels good I just kind of I can talk about anything I want uh, although so my goal really is that I don't want to really talk about anything that's gonna be too like I don't want to try and put my opinions out there about stuff too because um, sort of as, as soon as opinions start getting involved then I can imagine people will struggle to shut off because if you hear something that if you agree or disagree with something that someone's saying you can be like you, your interest gets piqued or you get annoyed I mean, that's probably the worst one, isn't it? So if I'm, I'm, I'm really going to try to just talk about really dull stuff as much as I can, like the weather and the amount of traffic that's on the road as I'm driving and, like, the noises. It's a really hot day today. Oh, so that's, um, that's another thing, is that I'm not... I'm the kind of person that I'd sort of jump around quite a lot and 
might be annoying to some people because you, I might be talking about one thing and then all of a sudden I'm just going to go and start talking about something else. But again, I kind of thought that was maybe something that might work. It might not. And, and all of the noises of the car and all the, the traffic sounds and the wind and the ticking and the indicators and you know when it's raining you can hear that and the windscreen wipers I thought maybe uh, all of these things would maybe add to the whole white noise take your mind off of the world and you know get get, get yourself out of your own head a little bit and hopefully get to sleep um yeah so today there's probably going to be more noise than usual because I mean I've got my car is quite old and the aircon doesn't doesn't really um, it doesn't really work so today I have got the windows open because it's pretty warm out there for a uh, Britain at least I mean we're not talking Scorcho my my car oh yeah, sorry about that very loud you know. um, yeah so my car has, I've got a thermometer on my side wing mirror on the outside and that is telling me that it's 35 degrees centigrade Celsius I never know which one later on I'm going to look it up so that I can be at least like factually correct about that I don't want to be degrees C we'll, so we'll go with uh, but oh, I see now it's dropped to 34 it's definitely a false reading because it is not over 30 degrees. It feels like it is inside my car, but it's not. But I mean, it's warm. I mean, it's probably about 25, um, is my guess. But that one, I don't know. <coughs> um, but, so, yeah, so windows down, which means really noisy, which is why when that ambulance just went past, it probably sounded like jumped into your head, which isn't really, that's not going to help you get to sleep at all, and uh, I can only apologise for that, hopefully that kind of thing doesn't happen too often, um, and that the, see the, the blogging uh, platform that I'm using, because I'm recording directly, I'm recording directly to the platform, rather than, um, I'm not recording the audio and then uploading it, which I probably should do because I could have cut that out. So, note to self, make sure that you record audio, then edit, if needed, any really loud sounds out, then upload. Although that becomes, then, see, it becomes more of an ordeal. Uh, for me, that might be a bit 
wrapped up in new things. If it's new, I get all excited about it. Um, but yeah, as soon as it starts becoming a little bit difficult, if I'm if I'm not really invested in it, then I will just be like, oh no, no, and then I walk away. So obviously at the moment where this is new and it is good and I'm enjoying it so far, I'm still, I'm, I'm not fully invested in it and if it starts becoming really annoying uh, and hassle then I'll probably, I'll probably uh, you know, I might not stick at it, which, which I don't want to do. So at the moment, I think we're going to have lots of very annoying noises so I, I apologise um, for that. Yeah. So it's funny that what my my thermometer is now saying 33. I wonder because <clears throat> a while ago I was driving down a small country lane, um, you know, the sort of postman pack style, tiny lanes, and I got a little bit too close to a, a hedge edge kindly removed my mirror for me on my passenger side uh, so it was only sort of quite recently I got round to sticking that back on and so I glued it on but I, w I wired it all back up again but so the thermometer works but um, I have to wonder whether or not the incident caused it any sort of damage sort of to the you know its ability because I guess it's um well it's not a thermometer really it's more of a th I think they call it like, you'd call it a thermistor probably it's like a it's, it's not a th like it doesn't it's not going to be like your old style thermometer with liquid like, you know, it's mercury or whatever inside, and then it's going to be a, sort of an electric probe type idea. Um, but I mean, I, obviously, I still wonder whether or not uh, whether or not it's it's been damaged irreparably. Maybe. It seems. 33 degrees seems like it's definitely wrong. But then it's sat in a, inside a whole load of black plastic. Um, yeah, the location of the thing is probably... I don't really know where else you could put uh, like a little temperature probe realistically on a car. Um, Put it sort of underneath the car. There's quite a lot of metal under there. Is you know that's going to give issues. Obviously, the, the tarmac gets hot, so that's going to heat up from underneath. So you can't really do that. Uh, like you could put it somewhere up in the wheel arch, but then you know you're gonna if something you know you big stone and it flicks it round or, or whatever that could easily break it easily so again I mean that's not really I suppose that you don't have much option 
difficult as to where to put that. I don't really know where they put it on other cars. I've had it on a few other cars and it wasn't in the wing mirror then. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Path, there we go. Yeah, so I mean, <clears throat> I'm, um, I'm really tired today. I um, didn't sleep great last night. Uh, although my wife was obviously the one being ill last night. I, I also didn't sleep well. It was one of those really uncomfortable warm nights. And uh, we've had a bit of a weekend of sort of going places and a, a, a couple of parties. Um, one of our friends turned 40 on Sunday. So he had sort of a gathering at his house. Uh, lots of of festivities, shall we say? Uh, yeah, I mean, it was it, you know what it is, you know what it's like. But it was yeah, it was good. And um, and the next day hurt a lot, uh, especially obviously we. I mean, we've got. Um, to those that have listened to the other podcasts will know we've got three kids and so yeah uh, when you're we anyone anyone with kids that that occasionally um, does stuff you know or go you know every now and then we probably go out out sort of twice a year we don't really we're not that fussed about it anymore obviously because I mean life takes over doesn't it but because um, our kids are still fairly young they still obviously they need you which is absolutely what it's meant to be like but on the on the odd occasion that we go out out the next day, when uh, obviously the kids uh, are needing what they need and wanting what they want, um, it's it's like it's it's fairly hard hardcore. I would say it's um yeah, but you know you get through it because you, you do and everything's fine. And eventually you decide that you I will go out because fresh air is good. And and lo and behold, it always is. And you wonder why you didn't go out sooner. Yeah, so yeah, so we've yeah, it's one of those one of those uh, one of the very occasional weekends of doing stuff. And we went to um, a music festival on Saturday called Victorious because so oh yeah no I can, this is I can a story I can tell um, when uh, so block party uh, they were at the festival so but they they are one of my wife's favorite bands uh, have been for a long time. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I enjoy Block Party also, but I would say that, like, you know, my wife, they're one of the bands my wife 
Yeah, I mean, you know what I'm saying. I think I'm making sense. Um, when we uh, were, when my wife was pregnant with our second girl, um, uh, we not so in um, June time. tickets I carried on looking because I wasn't sure um, about getting there and stuff and, and then I think I, I went to their website and found uh, that they were doing this Victorious Festival which even it's funny because it's so close to where we are uh, but I it was totally it wasn't on it's never been on our radar I don't even think I'd, I didn't even know about it, I don't think. I mean, I must have heard about it, I guess. But it's, I mean, it's a really small festival. But, yeah, so Block Party were doing Victorious. So, and I think at that time, you could get tickets for Victorious a bit cheaper, because it was, like, earlier and stuff. And you could just get the day. And then, like, look at the lineup for the day... Because saw that on Block Party's website, then went to the Victorious website, and the Saturday lineup on the Victorious, one of the Victorious stages where where Block Party were headlining, was was you had Professor Green, not everyone's cup of tea, but you know he's not 
know, pretty decent. Followed by Lewis Capaldi, who, you know, is pretty massive at the minute. Followed by the Hives, who, uh, I've, I've, you know, I've, I've always loved the Hives stuff, and I just thought, okay, that's, yeah, and then Block Party, so it was sort of like, wow, there's, there's, a, there's a, that's a pretty awesome lineup for such a small festival. And, uh, yeah, so we just, yeah, we got tickets, and we went along to that on Saturday, and I have to say, Lewis Capaldi is insanely good. I don't know, he's, he's very funny, and just awesome and yeah we were a bit like they must have I guess they must have um, so my theory was that they must have booked him for the gig like ages ago when he kind of first came on the radar because I think if they'd have booked him now he would have been headlining one of the days to be honest but he was like yeah like third, third down but he had the biggest crowd like way bigger than the hives and block party there was a bit pretty big crowd for block party but on another stage they had rudimental at the same time and i i would have thought that rudimental was more sort of current um but i mean we didn't care because we love block party uh yeah same um yeah i was chatting my wife was absolutely buzzing Although she, I think she had a really bad headache through block party because we'd been out in the sun all day. But she was, yeah, really, really happy. Finally seen block party and, and got to see Lewis Capaldi live too. And then but when, when block party came on, um, uh, yeah, it's the, the, it's the lead singer whose name escapes me uh, said that it would be their last UK gig for quite some time. Uh, so we definitely, you know, picked the right one. And, uh, yeah, just awesome song after awesome song. And uh, it's really good. And it was just over in Southampton, so we um, got, the, got the hovercraft over to leave just a tiny bit early and walked down and got an, like an hour earlier hovercraft than we thought we were going to get and yeah it's it was I, I, if I, I think if I was going to go to Victoria's Festival again I would probably go later on because if we went because we didn't know what to expect, how big it was going to be, uh, like what there was going to be to see and do. We got there really early. Basically, we, we'd only really gone to see sort of Lewis Capaldi and Block Party. So, and I think Lewis Capaldi started at seven o'clock. And we got there at like one o'clock. So we essentially had six hours where we had nothing to do other than just sort of 
walk around or sit and get sunburn. Yeah. And so I would probably, if I was going to do it again, uh, I would probably go later. Because, yeah, it, it, it's, it is, I mean, it's just small, it's, which is fine. There's, there was um, like plenty of stuff for the kids and that there to do. Like if you wanted to take kids along, there's some quite cool little play parks and like water parks and stuff for them. There was um, there were sort of these water fountains because I guess well they're probably always there, but you have it was in it's in South Sea and it's sort of like right by the beach. So you have obviously everything that's always there. It's, it's the, the South Sea Park, I think. It was just right next door to the pyramids. And uh, yeah, and it was um, yeah. So you, if you, there's there was like yeah, these fountains, the a whole load of these water fountains that come out of the ground, just like loads of kids running around. Uh, and then we kind of ran around in them a bit and cooled down a tiny bit. Um, had like a like another little water parky bit and like a sand park bit. So it was just loads of little bit. And I think, I think they might have even had a. Um, I think there was there was a kids stage for uh, like some some kids tunes. Uh, which is kind of kind of cool. They don't don't think they do anything like that at the Isle of Wight Festival, which is strange because that's so much bigger. But, and you have got like family areas and stuff at the Isle of Wight Festival, <clears throat> but I don't recall there ever being like a kids' stage or anything particularly kid orientated. Which is fair, you know, it's fine. Uh, it'd be kind of cool to see that at more more festivals because a lot of people do like taking their kids to along to festivals, especially in the daytime. Because I mean, music's good, isn't it? Music's good for people, so sort of good for your soul. So uh, it's yeah, it'd be, it's, I, I think it's something that it's, it's, it's not a bad thing because they got they do um, down here. We've got. Um, yeah, I've got, we've got um, the, a couple of, uh, of festival things where for kids where we've got one called Rhythm Tree which I mean they're not obviously not just for kids but they're quite kid orientated and uh, that's that was a really good one and then there's another one called Wonderfest which was the first one uh, was this year I think it was the first one this year and um it's like, uh, is it Dick and Dom? It's Dick and Dom, the great one, the first is their, their thing. Uh, see, I'm, I'm on the bumpy. This is this road is the bumpy road. This is just, it's. I don't have to go this way. I just prefer to go this way. Uh, but I did listen to a podcast back the other day, and this bit of road is so noisy that I may have to stop using it whilst I'm, uh, I'm doing my podcast, especially this bit that I'm on now, which 
is actually just a gravel track with loads of potholes. Um, so it doesn't really work very well for the whole recording stuff. But uh, I'll, uh, I'll have to think about that. Anyway, so uh, brings an end to part one. And uh, I will be back uh, for you guys momentarily. Yeah. Goodbye. Okay, so uh, <clears throat> I am back. Been a short but tedious day. Tedious? No. Tiring? Yes. Uh, sort of mentally exasperated today. But that is what it is. Um, Yeah, so, but we're off now. Ah, uh, oh, see, I've just um, automatically decided to drive down the bumper track that I said that I wasn't going to show. Uh, I don't know, maybe we'll just have to put up with it, because it's just so much quicker. <clears throat> I don't know, maybe eventually you guys will come to love that. It'll be like, oh, it's the bumpy track bit. And uh, yeah, it'll be just one of those, one of those little, those little, little bits in, in in the podcast that when this podcast is um, being listened to all around the globe by millions of people, cough cough, uh, it's going to be the, the bumpy track bit in the middle. Um, sort of once and then uh, and then again about 30 seconds later because obviously it's like on my way in and then on my way leaving that's going to be the bit that everyone likes the most isn't it I can imagine yeah but so right now I um, it is warm it's really warm you know when you the car's been sat in the sun all day and then you get into it and and initially it's like a greenhouse isn't it you walk in you walk you, you can't i mean maybe you can walk into your car i can't walk into mine i mean you could walk into it but it would hurt i, I would i definitely don't advise walking into a car um when you when you first get into your car uh, it's, it's very you know you, you, you're anyone that's got a car that lives anywhere that there's sunshine knows what I'm talking about um, it's that it, well it was like that. my car is still like that it's very warm because uh, my the my car I've got a very I've got um and I'll, uh, I'm sure I've spoken about my car before already on this. It's going to be probably a topic that comes up often because of the whole, uh, the whole, I can't think of the word, the, 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 sort of the whole dynamic of this podcast where I'm recording whilst driving in this car. So until 
the day that I get a new car, um, which may never happen, I will be driving in this old green beast because it's green. Um, it's it's a, a yeah, it's not great, and it's got um, it, it, I have a got like one of those panoramic sunroof things and then on the inside you've got these blind type devices that you, you're meant to be able to pull uh, like a crop sort of, um, you put it from the back then when you pull the front one there's two so there's I'm not explaining this very well. There, it's, there's like these two blinds on the on the ceiling of the car, the roof of the car, on the inside, and you pull the, the forward one from the middle forwards, and then you're supposed to be able to hook it into like these little bits. But the problem is that the either the little bits that it, the, the that the blind hooks into, or the bit on the blind that is supposed to hook into the little bits has snapped off. So the blinds, both the back and the front, I think, are both broken. So for the most part, you've just got this uh, a window on the on the on the on the roof, a big one, and then a really it's got very big windscreen. This car too. There's a, there's a lot of windscreen. Um, in fact, I mean, in terms of Visibility. My car has really quite good visibility because there's a lot of glass, but that does mean that it is quite a lot like um, a greenhouse. And when the sun is just shining directly into it all day, whilst it's parked at, at work in the office car park, then it's um. Yeah, it, uh, we, you can imagine. I mean, I should probably... Um, I'm missing a trick, really, because why am I not growing tomatoes in my car? I've got... Um, we've got a tip here. Uh, I'm not sure if that word is internationally understood. Um, why else would you maybe call it a dump? We call it the tip. It's a dump. You take stuff you don't want there and you throw it away. And but the problem is because of um, our, our wonderful um, government. See, I don't. I don't want to get into too much because it's an opinion. And I like I said this morning earlier. Well, in you know part one. Um, yeah, I don't want to do the opinions, but so. Um, it's it's not open very often anymore and I used to go on my way to work in the morning but now I go on my way home in the evening uh, instead because it's not open in the mornings anymore but the problem with that is that in the summer because obviously um, as I think I've mentioned before other, my, in one of my other, or both maybe of the um, episodes, is that uh, I'm on 
I live on the Isle of Wight and it's tourist, touristy sort of, it's like a sort of a holiday location in the UK and which is great, it's fine, but in the summer it's really busy and so, and that, the way past the tip is mega busy. Um, and so I don't go that way for a sort of 10 week period pretty much in the summer so because of that I've got loads of cutting and loads of I cut we've got this um, I don't know what it is it's uh, we've got this big sort of tree out the front of our house it's not really a tree like a planty it's a bit big so it's almost tree like and it's kind of got these cone shaped purpley flowers and um, apparently butterflies love it uh, yeah as you can tell I'm not I'm not very I'm not very green fingered but so so I've got this thing but I it grows it's like crazy so I cut it back a lot fairly often and I cut it back loads and I put all the stuff in the boot of my car I didn't put it in bags um, you know, trying to be environmentally friendly and stuff. You know, just ch I'll just chuck it in the back. But now it's been in there for about two months, and it's sort of composting, composting, comp, comp. You know what? It's turning into compost in the boot of my car. So maybe I should just stick some tomatoes that I could take the parcel shelf out couldn't I and put some tomatoes into the compost heap that is in my boot and then during the summer in my greenhouse car would that I mean I wonder if that um that counts as me being more uh, green, more like almost literally being more environmentally friendly. I would, I, I would. Uh, not only am I not taking everything to the, the to the tip, but I am also uh, recycling in my own car. So the carbon footprint of my car, and oh, and and um, I would be growing growing plants in my car, therefore producing oxygen to counteract the the carbon monoxide and the carbon dioxide that my car has produced. If I, um, I mean, I. I, I rarely carry passengers in this car. This is just uh, my work car slash tip run car slash occasional toolbox. So, with that in mind, uh, you see, my wife, she, my wife gets in it only when she has to, when there's no other option. If if I. I'm giving us a lift somewhere and I, we have 
like if we're gonna we're gonna take a car uh, like to a festival or we're gonna leave a car somewhere overnight you know it makes sense to leave the one that <clears throat> is is less desirable shall we say so because I only really need the front two seats if I I could remove the back ones completely couldn't I turn the whole thing into a big compost slash you know greenhouse if I grow enough plants I wonder if I can I wonder if there's is there anyone that can tell me how much how much oxygen I would be producing um, and then if I if it was I wonder how much I wonder how much carbon dioxide my car's producing and then I wonder if I, I can produce enough oxygen to literally cancel out so as I'm driving around I can try and cancel out the negative effect that would be I mean and then could I uh, you know get in touch with the uh, so in in the UK I love I would say I'm speaking as though people from other countries are going to even be listening but I mean I might as well um, it, I, it's funny I just fully assume um, that no one anywhere in the world is going to be listening to be perfectly honest with you um, but that's just because uh, I mean why would people so I've kind of lost track. Oh, wait. Uh, no, yes, I know where I was. So um, in the UK we have uh, what they call the DVLA, which is the like driving. Uh, I, I can't remember what it sounds from. Dri driving vehicle licensing authority or some, something along with that. Agents agency authority. I don't want it, but you know what it's so. But it's to do with. So that's who you you have to buy car tax. And stuff, and it's obviously you pay more tax if your car uh, is less environmentally friendly um, to some degree or whatever. But so, could I then, could I like phone them up and say, listen, my car on paper, it it's not. You know, it's not very environmentally friendly. But if if you come to my house, you'll see, and I can I could maybe like show them graphs and stuff that I will have obviously produced uh, by that point, and I can I can show them and say, look, look, it's I'm producing as much oxygen in my car as as my car, and then I don't know, maybe then then I pay less car tax and then if I'm paying less car tax I can spend more money on plants to put in the car to make it even more environmentally friendly and there's an amazing uh, big cycle of, um, of greenness and, and uh, oxygen creation yeah I think that probably should be like that would be a really good um, that should, be, that should be a thing, isn't it? That should be a, that should be an actual thing. 
I, I can't imagine there's any many people that would, that would do that just to get like to pay less tax. Like if you plant a load of plants in your car, uh, you will pay less tax. So, um, okay. So I just uh, I've got to make a small stop here. Um, pop to the shop as you do on your commutes home you know what it's like uh, I gotta gotta pick some stuff up again I'm always picking stuff up it's uh, I've, I've, I've found that all the best routes to all the shops so that I can try and reduce the amount of time that it actually takes me to uh, to visit them and then I can be quick uh, otherwise, otherwise it would be really tedious. So, yeah, okay. But so f I will be back. Like, I mean, you're not even going to think that I've gone. Um, yeah, I'll be back in like seconds. Alrighty then. So, delivery collected. Uh, this car's so um, it, it once it's warm, it doesn't like to um, doesn't like to start again. So if I do a little journey, like I just have just there, it's it's not going to um, once the engine's warmed up, it's not going to start again. So uh, what I what I have to do is. Uh, sometimes just uh, just leave it running. Um, and I just came out the uh, came out the shop then, and these people are like looking at looking at my car, wondering why it's still running. He's left it. Someone's left their car running here. Yep. Sometimes you've got to. But you know what? It's still never been taken, has it? <laughs> I think. Uh, says something about the car but I don't know I mean if, if most people if they saw that a car was just left running would they take it probably not probably not I mean even even if uh, someone might be the kind of person that might take a running car, I think it, there would even be doubts in their mind. There would probably be, well, you know, is, is this, this person could just literally be. I mean, there could be that person over there, or, or you know, maybe they've just gone to talk to a friend, just, or they're in the car next to it. Or I think you would maybe question. Yeah, I don't think. I, don't, I think even, even if you you were potentially thinking that you might, I think at the same time that you probably would just be like, I'm just going to get caught, and then, um, and then you, you might get, you might, uh, eventually uh, someone might just take it, but probably not because of the car that it is. I don't, I don't even, uh, like, joy, I know joyriding is a thing, but the, I don't know how much joy someone can get. Of driving the car, 
Yeah, but so that's that uh, trip, I've, and then I'm I'm, I'm gonna uh, I've got one more stop to make on my journey home, and it's still not the tip. So that that um, when oh this that'll be it'll be like a um, must do like a special podcast episode. Tip run one. Um, maybe I'll just stay online even when I'm offloading all the stuff. Uh, when, when I'm digging out the compost, the, by that stage, we'll have almost definitely uh, um, come to be in my bin. And all the compost that will have decomposed in my bin. Yeah, so everyone, you know, I bet you're all gripped waiting for that. It's going to be, uh, oof, it's going to be something, isn't it? Um, yeah. Did, have you ever wondered if, um, when, you know when you can't see anything, so, on your weather, my weather, if I was to look at my weather now, uh, it would say clear skies. Um, but I, I think uh, I might be wrong in saying I, I think they class clear skies as like, so if you've got uh, a certain percentage of clouds in the sky, Really small. It still, uh, it still gets called clear skies. Maybe, I, but, but I might, and I might be wrong. But my my weather would, would it, right now it would say clear, even though there are sort of occasional clouds. There's a few wisps and a few fluffs. Here and there, there's definite cloud, but it would say that it's clear. That would be an actual thing. Um, I always wondered how they, how do they, you know, work that out? And who decides? decide what's clear and what's not. But then I suppose you, you've got to ask yourself, I mean you don't have to ask yourself anything actually, but I mean I, I, I ask myself, uh, but if you, if you want it to be um, like really accurate, uh, which the weather probably can't be, but then you've got to you've got too many variables, I suppose. And sometimes you've just got you've got to not only allow a little bit of a fluff factor in there or a fudge factor, uh, whichever way you would like to describe it. Um, then. Uh, uh, I mean, a fudge factor 
fudge factor would probably be a, a nicer thing um, to allow like, because then yeah I mean because you can yeah and that would be uh, we should probably come up with a I feel like a new term would be good uh, and also maybe food related I'm not sure, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't know really which food, uh, to be honest, I'd probably just go for something, um, I mean, I mean, chocolate's nice, I don't, but then uh, if you say to someone, um, I'm calculating the clearness of the sky, I need to allow a chocolate factor. Uh, it sounds it sounds appealing, and, and a, a large majority of people like chocolate. But maybe it could be slightly confusing because it doesn't really make sense. Uh, but then um, I I've always. I think I've always, uh, I've not always said it because I haven't always been able to speak because once upon a time I was a baby, but, um, and, 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 and even then, uh, for a long time I probably didn't have the vocabulary to, well, I barely have the vocabulary now, uh, but I, I have, I've, for a long time I've said uh, about allowing a, fudge factor, a factor of fudge, uh, because, because sometimes you fudge things, uh, you have to allow, and, and what, what that means is you're allowing a tolerance, basically, like, like, like with the clouds in the sky, I mean, if, there, if there's ten very small clouds far spread apart, and the rest of the sky is clear then you would you would say that it's clear and, and if there were no clouds then it's it's also clear but if there were know, like 15 clouds and, and some of them are clumped together then, then you would say that that it's it's uh, I don't know maybe like what, partly partly cloudy is that is that the term for that partly and then and then when you when you you uh, to get over 50% of, of the cloud uh, up, up until about 50% uh, all the way up to maybe 80% or 90 I think you, you've got to say most of the cloud and then when, when it's just like 90 to 100 then it's overcast isn't it? so is that and then you, you're allowing that, that factor of fudge the, 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 the fluff the, the chocolate there's a
that why? It's, 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 it's a, uh, that's why you can fudge it because you, when you're making fudge, it's not an exact science. I mean, the, the uh, weighing the ingredients and, and whatnot. Um, that part is so. It's not. Uh, um, oh, is that is that is that perhaps? I think maybe I've, I think I figured it out. It's not completely random, um, so that you you know roughly what you're doing. But there is, it's not it's not precise when when you get the final result. Like the answer, there's a there's in there like so when you're eating, you 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 pick up two pieces of fudge, and although they look very similar, one of them might be two millimetres thicker than the other one, uh, and therefore you have a factor of fudge. Um, I think that's probably, yeah, I, I, I would put money on me being completely wrong, um, there's probably some just really old fashioned wives tale type, uh, you know, and that's fine. It's okay because um, I mean, realistically, uh, if you're if you're still listening to my podcast at this point, um, then one, you, you, I mean, you might not fall asleep, um, and so hopefully you go back and listen to some of the other ones, um, or or uh, you. Just so bored of what I'm talking about, you've completely switched off anyway, even though you're awake. Um, but I'm, uh, I'd like to think that by this point, that most people, although they have, although I am still speaking into your ears, you're actually asleep now. So it's it's worked, and it doesn't actually matter. And anything I'm saying is completely irrelevant anyway. Uh, are there any um, like devices out there that can sense when a person has fallen asleep and automatically pause a podcast? That'd be that'd be a thing. I wonder if that is a thing. You can get sleep tracking things these days. I had I've, I've got a. I've got a, a watch at home that's uh, it's, it's been to track my steps and my sleep. I've lost the charger for it, so uh, I've gone back to the old-fashioned way of not really quite knowing how the night went, but I know that I didn't sleep well uh, because I feel bad, or I know that I slept well. I feel good, um, or uh, none of the above, which, um, you know, I, I wish that I'd slept well, but that it rarely happens, or I, I, how sometimes, so even when the, the watch was working, um, and so this is the thing I didn't quite understand, and it would tell me that I'd had for example, seven hours sleep, and and 
um, I'm quite a good deep sleeper and it would tell me that I I had long deep sleep and it was like it would give me percentages of, compared to other people uh, not not specifically other people but I mean sort of generically uh, on um, average I can't remember if it did it by age or sex or you know whatever but I think it might have done it by age but it, it so yeah you sleep better than you, you've got a longer deep sleep than 80% of other people um, yeah so I'm I mean, using that device I suppose but so apparently long, I, don't, I don't really know how it figured out long sleep uh, it, my um, resting heart rate is is very low um, sort of a side effect of lots of years of swimming and exercise and um, and so I so when I was in a deep sleep in theory it would be at its lowest uh, and then when I, I would have been in um, REM uh, sleep or whatever you want to call it uh, you know like the dream state then it would be it should be higher uh, heart rate but mine doesn't really fluctuate that much and so I wondered whether or not maybe it was a bit confused um, or, or you know maybe struggled to, to piece it together um, yeah I don't really know but, um, yeah, I'm going to take a, a, a pause for a minute and uh, I mean once again I'm, I'm gonna, I'll, be, I'll be back in, in instantaneously for you guys I'm just have to make my second stop on my way home so for now, uh, ta-ra. Alright, that was swift. Fairly happy with that then. So we are on the final stretch. I'm about... Uh, oh, I don't know, what, it must be maybe a minute or two out from home. So I start winding down. I, I probably, I, I realise um, uh, that this sleep podcast is is insanely unstructured to the point that I don't uh, I don't even have a uh, I mean I've, I've, I've started I, I know so I've got me I've, I've figured out me my I figured out me intro uh, didn't I I mean um, sort of it's not great but Hi, my name. That's not even my intro. Uh, uh, hello and welcome to Driven to Sleep. Uh, I'm I'm James and I'm going to be um, uh, commuting on your way to. Some, oh yeah. Wow. I don't even. Okay. So I'm even less structured than I thought. But I I, I figured I, I maybe when I get onto this road every day I should start do I should do a. I need to figure out um, like an outro. Uh, so um, uh, you've been listening to Driven to Sleep. Uh, I, I've been James, and um, and I, I really I really hope that if if you're if you're 
if you're still listening, you're feeling tired and you're about to drift off. Uh, if, if you're if you're asleep now, um, I hope I hope you hope you're all asleep now, and I hope you get a, a good night's rest. And I hope that um, I hope that I was able to to help you take your mind off of anything that's going on. And I hope, uh, hopefully, even if you're if you are still awake, you're feeling more relaxed and not not worrying about whatever it was that you're worrying about. Uh, and I hope that by saying that, I'm not reminding you of the thing that you're worrying about. Maybe that's not a good outro. Uh, I mean, I'm going to work on this. Uh, if you're listening, thank you for listening. If, if, you're, if you're still listening, thank you for listening. Uh, and if you're if you're asleep, thank you for listening. And, and have a good night's rest. Uh, I shall see see. I won't see any of you, but I, I, I will speak to you all again. Goodbye.